But now, near is the end And Yoda faces final curtain My friend, I say it clear Yoda is certain of his case He stays a full life Yoda's lived All the highways Yoda's traveled And more, oh more than this My way Yoda did And now it's time to sit back and enjoy The Two True Freaks Internet Radio Broadcast. As long as they keep on making animated Star Wars, Hope Molnax and Chris Honeywell will be on the case. Welcome to J-Guys and Jedi. A project that began with Clone Wars and now may never end. Hi everyone, welcome to a brand new episode of J Guys and Jedi, a weekly podcast covering every episode of something Star Wars, except for this week, because as you can tell, my audio sounds off because I'm currently in Florida with very cute puppies, but first I should actually say, how you doing, Chris? Good. Um, what is it with Florida? Is there some sort of like electromagnetic, um, you know, disturbance that makes sound go go bad or something? It's I mean, I would believe it. Yeah, yeah, probably. It's Florida. But as you probably just heard, we also have a very special guest with us this week. And I'm really excited because well, part of the reason why I'm in Florida is because I'm dog sitting. So if you hear dogs, that's normal. Um, but I'm really super excited because on the show with me, we have my big sister, Jen. Hi, Jen. Hi. Welcome to my world. Oh, goodness. Hi. Yay. I didn't know your face could look like that, but it's <laughs> awesome. Wow, glad I'm drunk. Yeah, so Jen has never done a Star Wars, so we're just drinking and shooting the shit tonight like, yeah. like we have in the past with my um, mom. Technically, she is lying. Because on the way here, I did realize that I have watched all the Star Wars movies, like the old movies, and the one where everybody dies. Which is Rogue One. Yeah, see? <laughs> so, I watched Star Wars. I'm basically a, is it ninja? A Jedi? Jedi, fuck. Oh, that's excellent, Jedi. because because we've been planning a, a, a Star Wars trivia contest between you and Yoda at some point. Really? I hope remember yes. we planned that all out. Yeah, absolutely. So she comes to Florida, she loses brain cells. It happens. That's what happens in Florida. You get dumber. <laughs> you do. Hands down. Lucas, stop eating that blanket. So I t- this is also why I wanted to have Jen on because I could not focus on Book of Buffett because there are dogs eating blankets behind me. His name is Lucas Dr. George Lucas. So yes, that works. Yay, Star Wars! So, shit. That's the last time I have to say yay, Star Wars, right? Yeah, yeah. Because it kind of hurts my soul a little bit. No, no, you don't. Okay. So, actually, funny thing is, um, Jen always used to poke fun at me for being a nerdy kid growing up. 
And then I got all my karma two different ways. Uh, by the way, Jen does not have COVID. I do not. She so does not have COVID. I do not. She would not be in the house with me right now. If she would I would lick her face if I had COVID. No, but she I do would not. not be in the house with me. Um, <laughs> but uh, so the two times I got my karma on Jen, the first time was both my nephew and my niece like K-pop and anime now. Yes. Which I love. I did sit down and watch Demon Slayer, all of it with Chandler. Yeah. Just because he's 15, so I can't actually get him in a fucking room. So if I'm like, hey, let's watch anime, he's like, oh my god, so this one episode? And not actually paying attention, I'm kind of playing on my phone, but I sat down with him and watched it. And Good it's mom. pretty funny. Yeah, I know. And then the other karma <clears throat> I got on my sister was one night she texts me out of the blue, and she was like, I'm so sorry for <coughs> always being like picking on you and being a nerd, because I watched Doctor Who and it's great. Yeah, uh-huh. when I said that. And then she also uh, met. Her I don't husband. know. Doctor Who might be nerdier than Star Wars. I know. I love Doctor Who, and I love British. Matt Smith. Mm-hmm. Like he's my favorite Doctor. I it's actually classier though. See, thank you. It's the bow tie. I mean, he likes and fish and custard. How do you not like him? I'm telling you. She also met her husband over Pokemon Go. I did. We met at a Kyogre raid. So she is now officially a, a mini nerd. <coughs> I'm not, but you are. It's adorbs. Adorbs. Oh, okay. So you just said Matt husband at a poke at, through Pokemon Go and mini nerd in the same sentence. I don't know if those those jives do <laughs> it. I did. I, I was. Uh, I baked Pokemon cookies for your wedding. That is true. I baked Pokemon cookies for your wedding. You did. You had a table for your Pokemon Go friends. Okay, you know what? <laughs> I did. You can't drive your truck. Actually, you know forever. what? Some of my <laughs> best friends are my Pokemon Go family. Because I'm telling you right there, like, I have gone to Chicago with these people. And, and that was, like, before COVID. But even after COVID, every year, we'll go on, like, a we call it a staycation. And we'll stay, like, in the state. But we'll go to, like, Orlando, o- Ocala. Like, somewhere that's, like, two or three hours away from the house. And we'll just fucking drink, eat, and play Pokemon. Did I? Sorry, I'm just checking to see if I close the back door. Okay, can you still get out? Just making sure the puppies can get out. So, I did promise um, that you could tell stories about me. But did I text you last night for Chris to tell you the story about how we went through time traveling? Um, yes and no. I would like to hear this, though, especially since I'm a... uh, Doctor Who fan. All right. Well, technically, we did not meet through time traveling. Then I call bullshit on this whole thing. But. Jesus Christ, dogs. <laughs> but our meeting, in in meeting Hope, we did prove the existence of time travel, and that someday Hope will have access to time travel, and. uh through another incident, I have the I have the information that sometime I'll get my time machine. Cause that is awesome. My friend, my friend and I saw the older versions of ourselves spot us, find us, and mock us, and then walk away, which is totally something that we would do if uh, we had a time machine. But anyway, it, as far as hope goes. <laughs> that, that that was that was before we met Hope, but then then uh, when uh, when we met Hope, it was at Dragon Con, and uh, my friend it was my friends and my first Dragon Con. I don't know how many Hope had been to, 
but we got we we got on a couple Star Wars panels, and the first one was like early in the morning, or it was it was early for a con. It was it was we we got sort of it was our first year there, so we got sort of the we had one early in the morning and one I think at midnight oh, wow. that night, and uh, and the morning one was on the Clone Wars and there was a writer from the Clone Wars there and it was very like kid centric. A lot of kids there wanted to talk about girls came out and they were all just like, why does the Millennium Falcon have too many buttons? If a a clone trooper got shot with this gun, but in the episode 14, it was a different gun. And, and, and they're asking like me and Scott, who are just like I don't know. We saw we saw the show too. <laughs> I, don't, I have a I quick don't. question, um, and uh, it, I swear to God, I, I I will punch you if you make fun of me for this I'm question. But you said Millennium Falcon. Yeah. Are we talking about like the big birds from Lord of the Rings, like that no, they ride uh, on? It's a Han Solo ship that they fly on in the. Original. Oh, this this trivia contest clock, right? is going to be great. Yeah. All right. I'm not going to make fun of you for learning and sharing my life. <laughs> I know what you were saying. <laughs> <laughs> not right now. Frozen anyway. Kids. <laughs> anyway, so the first one was was Clone Wars in the morning, and then it was like Star Wars adult themes after midnight. That sounds so very risque. Di- it was it was pretty risque, and there were definitely two different crowds at at both. Was and and we met Hope at the, in the morning at the Clone Wars, and Hope was pretty much the only adult who asked any question that was really worth answering. That wasn't just like a veiled gripe about like how some detail of the the show was wrong or something. And okay. you, you know, she she tied it in with you know with with the Rwandan genocide. I was working on stuff for right. Me. Not right. Genocide, but I was doing research about it. I was like, "Wow, right. you were working on genocide." That's yeah, yeah, fucked. I am that person. And and I'm everybody good. on the panel was just like, "Oh, thank God, a question that we ca- that actually has some like sort of like feels like a question, <laughs> and not just like, you know, that that has some so, has has a topic and uh, and you know something you know something to actually like think about and." The kids' questions were cute, you know, but the adult questions were pretty sad. Most adults and, versus children is pretty sad. Yeah, and and uh, so we like we made a point of going over to Hope after afterwards and going like that was a good question and like thank God you were here to like <laughs> <laughs> to turn the tide of the conversation. It's all we we it's all record. We've got it. We've got an old two two freaks episode with, with of the the whole panel. And then we were like, "Oh, hope you should come back for the the um, Star Wars after you know after dark adult themes one." And she was like, "I'd like to, but I have another thing that I got to go to at that time." But each time that we uh, that we uh, did our panel. Um, at the beginning of the panel, we just sort of took a picture of the crowd because we were so excited. It was our first panels, and we were excited. We were in a room full of people. There, you know, all the seats were filled both times. So we were like, "Oh, let's." So we took a little sort of like three-part panorama view of of the audience sitting there, 
and uh, we we got hope, you know, sort of sitting off to the in off to the side on the first panel. And at some point, I was putting together the artwork for each episode and going through the the different, you know, um, pic- sets of pictures from each panel. And I'm like, oh well, there's hope in the in the at the she was at the um, adult themes one too, so she must have come come in later. Although Please she looked in oh, each panel, she looked a little older. Like a super creeper. She looks different though in the second in the second panel. She looks a little older, uh-huh. and so like afterwards, I'm like, hey, hope you were at the adult theme. You were. We got pictures of you at both of them, and she's like, I wasn't at the adult themes, <laughs> no at all, and. uh I'm like, oh well, when when and that and and that was re- about when I was like thinking I'm getting my time machine. I'm like, okay, well, when I get my time machine, Hope would actually be a pretty trustworthy person to use a time machine, <laughs> not be uh, not be unethical with it. So then, like, and, Chris uh, would, like say stuff like, you know, you need to brush up on your ancient languages and stuff <coughs> like that, and I'd be like, ha ha ha, and then he shows me the photo, and it looks like me but older, like if I'm older. Like, Wow. And I, and I have to say, I have to, I have this guy, this guy somehow got his hands on like Ray Bradbury's like time traveling notes because he somehow knew them. And I was like, holy shit, Chris is actually going to send me back in time. <laughs> wow. I, I did not get a hold of Ray Bradbury's time. If I get a time machine, somebody's handing it to me because Wait, I am too dumb. Get? I am too dumb to make a time machine. <laughs> Wait, who did I had... get? Huh? You got someone's notes about like it was wasn't it Bradbury? No, I didn't. I I I talked to I I had like an email conversation with Ray Bradbury that was uh, really was fun, but nobody's yeah, no but I had a crazy roommate. Nice. I had a crazy roommate who had like who gave me all kind of scribbled, you what? know, equations for for you know UFO machines and stuff like that, but I'm not going to be Did able to do anything. Did you see Stanley with this cute little bark? Cute my fucking ass. That's annoying. Bark, bark. You hear the dog in the computer? <laughs> he has the cutest bark. All right, I'll get you a treat. Come on. All right, but yeah, that's how Chris and I met through time traveling. Very cool. I am disappointed that there was no TARDIS involved, but. Well, hopefully it's TARDIS-like. I hope it's. I hope it's. I mean, nice as long as it's machine. bigger on the inside. So. But yeah, that's Hope's first trip. Is of of, of all the places she can go, Dragon Con to go to this goofy ass Star Wars adult theme. You know that sounds and, very Bethany-like, though. So granted, I've well, seen Dragon Cons. I'd love to have that time back. Well, See? also, uh, oh yeah, to walk back through that like Dragon Con. I think it was two thousand two thousand nine Dragon Con to like, like that. to but go to go walking around that would be would be pretty fun. And if you had a time machine, you could go there all the time, and and like nobody would have any uh, Dragon Con. You could you could you could go meet alien like gray aliens and bring them with you and go like let's go to dragon con 2009 and like walk around and people will be like look at those gray alien suits those are it sounds great. very much like uh bill and ted's excellent adventure I yeah i mean dragon up. con is pretty much like bill and ted's excellent adventure <laughs> <laughs> if you really with with more alcohol involved in it but yeah it's 
Chris. I don't know what Dragon Con's like these days. It's bigger these days, no, so but it's also post COVID like these days. In a side building. Hey, Chris. Yeah. Yes. Feel free to ask my sister questions about me. I I made we've actually promise. never met. I don't know. Oh dear God. Um. Ah. Well, I want to go back to Little Hope stories. Oh, Little Hope. <laughs> How do I put this? Is there she's ever a terror just... hope? Was did she ever go through a a terror phase? Oh. I, it's hard to imagine, like a, a, a angry ripping around like Pubo Hope. But I'll bet you it could have happened. You know what? Like early teens, she was very much a little emo. I was. Yeah. I was a goth kid in ninth grade. She really was. It you was adorable. Worked scary. in Hot Topic. But that so. was in college, after college. I was an adult. Yeah. But actually, you were talking about how I used to wander off there. Oh, yeah. This lovely lady. She, uh, ah, she, she tried to give me a heart attack when we were little. Like, when I say on a daily basis, I'm not exaggerating. Because she was very much um, a little tiny terror. And she'd just do whatever. I mean... You had a very Florida attitude because you'd be like, I do what I want. Because, like, we'd be outside playing. And I was very much a, um, um, although I'm not her parent, I was very much a helicopter parent. How, how much older were you? That, how old were you? In, five or? years older than her. Yeah. We're oh, seven. okay. Oh, all right. Like, almost to the day because we're 10 days. Apart birthday life. Yeah. So almost exactly. And um, so I was very much a, a helicopter parent because my mom and um, if you're listening to this mom, I'm so sorry. We love you. Love you. But um, my mom is very much a kind of a spacey hippie type. I um, don't agree with that. She's been on the show. <laughs> she's but, our uh, most popular. She's our most popular guest. But I don't know. Like uh, judging, judging by the stories we might get. But you, she's you not might. the champion that's Allie. Allie's been on our show like four times. She is ruling champion of appearance but mom mom's a barnstormer when she comes on because wine's usually involved. Oh yeah well that's just mom's daily life that there's wine normally no. involved. I want more wine. But little miss little miss Bethany over here she uh she took the Florida attitude on very early in life that she just did whatever the fuck she wanted. So we'd be like outside playing and she'd be like, I'm going to go inside and go to the bathroom. And I'd be like, all right. And then I'd notice like she's not back yet. So of Boom, course, out the back like, door. No, no, even better. She'd, uh, I'd go inside the house and I'd be like, is Hope in here? And my mom would be like, no. And then I'd start freaking out. So me and mom would go outside and start screaming for Beth. Be like, oh my God, mom's screaming, I'm screaming. So then we go to the neighbor's house. We'd open the door and she'd just be sitting at the table. And I'm like, Bethany, what are you doing? She's like, I had to pee. But I know if I go to Miss Linda's house, Miss Linda will give me cookies. And I'm like, so she'd just sit, be sitting at the dining room table, drinking milk and eating cookies as I'm panicking outside. Yeah. So you were a little Grogu is what you were. Yeah. She was a terror. Like when she started kindergarten, we had to have the conversation where that's why mom, she got so upset by the egg episode. Oh my God. Shut she up, saw Chris. Herself Grogu eating all the eggs. <laughs> ah. But like my you didn't um, say the magic words, Hope. You didn't say the magic words. Shut the fuck up, Chris. There you go. <laughs> but um, I don't usually tell you that. Um, 
but the thing is, is like when I started kindergarten, my mom had to actually talk to my teacher and was like, she will leave. Okay, You no, must watch her. Just think, I'm in fifth grade, right? Because we're like five years apart. So I'm like fourth or fifth grade. And um, my mom is pulling me aside and she's like, look at me. Hope will run. Like, you need to watch her. Like, if she doesn't want to be somewhere, she'll just be like, fuck it, I'm gone. And just walk out the front door. Like, she just had no concept of, I need to stay here. So, yeah, she gave me many heart attacks all the time. I vividly remember getting stopped by the front office just <coughs> because I left my classroom and I wanted to go home. And I knew I knew how to get there because I rode the bus. So they stopped me from walking out of the front door of the school and pulled me into the office until my mom got there. Or, what grade is this? What grade was this, Hope? Like, kindergarten. 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 Oh, I thought you were going to say junior in high school or something. The other thing no, was no. I often knew what bus went to my grandparents' house. Oh, yeah. Fun story. Ah. Little Miss Bethany, I'm like not on the bus with her. And that's because she's rolling up into Danny and Papa's house. She's walking across the street to the cabinet shop and nobody knew where she is. And she's like, I'm here, people. And so like, yeah, I just wouldn't get off the bus and they would start calling around. And I'd be at Danny and Papa's eating cookies. <laughs> so uh, needless to say, she had fat kid syndrome and um, she just followed the cookies apparently. I like follow the cookies. That sounds yeah. like Hope's motto. Yeah. From now on. Cookies. Funny thing is, I'm not a big sweets person as a molder. That's because you ate a plethora of them when you were a child. Apparently. You know what Scott Gardner and I used to do on the bus? What? We'd get off like we'd get off like a half mile from his house because the bus was timed with a train, and we'd run and jump on the train and ride the train the rest of the way to his house. Because there was there was like a paper plant there, so when the trains were coming in, they were you know wow. they were coming in, they were slowing down and everything. So, but of course it was horrifically dangerous and stupid. But that you know we were just like, oh, we're getting off here, and the bus driver's like, this isn't your stop. We're like, we'll walk the rest of the way. <laughs> was I the only rule follower? Jeez. Maybe. I am. I am a ridiculous like follow the rules person. No. I mean, when you have when when there's siblings, there's always one that's good. That I don't know if it, it just has to be that way, but there's always a rule follower and a non-rule follower. So, do you have other siblings? I have a sister. She was the rule follower for sure. She's younger, but really? she would never, never, one. never admit it. Huh? No, yeah, my yeah. sister was always telling people that she was my older <laughs> sister, even though. She was two years behind me in school, and everybody could see that. She would still say <laughs> I'm younger than her, which made me look like a super genius also somehow, which I think was the opposite of what she was going for because she thought she was the mature one. So I didn't see how it really worked out very well for her to <laughs> do that, but she did that for many years. That's great. Yeah, so Hope, Hope was... a. Uh... Yeah, she was fun. No. But I yeah, I think me being the rule follower, because, like, I, um, Hope would, like, be that kid that you had to have the conversation with them that's like, no, really, don't take candy from strangers. I don't care if there's a puppy in the van. Because <laughs> she would just literally walk up to people I, and be like, you look like you have a fun house. Let's go home. And, like, take their friend, hand and start yes. walking away. I trust Hello, you. friendly human. Yeah, and see, and that's how we're like polar opposites because she trusts everybody, 
And I'm over here like, um, mom, she, uh, she likes to tell the story all the time when it comes to me, but like, I don't trust anybody. And, um, when we were younger, I was probably like, oh my God, I was probably like seven or eight. And we, my, my parents like to, uh, our, our parents like to open up like new churches. And so they would go and have like, um, like the kids would go to church in one building and the parents would have Bible study in another building. And so like after the parents Bible study, they would come pick up all the kids. And, um, there was this one guy that, uh, he had a, a big van. And so he's like, Hey, I can go get all the kids for everybody and bring them back here. So you guys don't all, we don't all have to leave. I can just go get the kids, bring them back here. We can all stay longer. You know, it'll be fun. Mom's like that, you know, that's great. Everybody's like, yeah, let's do that. My mom's like, but then I got a phone call and, um, you, even though you've seen this guy a thousand times and your little sister's in the van, uh, you refuse to get in this van because you did not know this guy. Like he wasn't supposed to be the one to pick you up. She's like, so you had your cousin there, your little sister there. And they're all like, what, you have candy? And I wouldn't get in the van. So my mom, I, until I got on the phone with my mom and was like, can I trust him? So yeah, <laughs> so, yeah we're polar opposites. And meanwhile, I'm just eating candy. In the I got to tell you, my, my when you said van, I'll go pick up all the kids. My radar went off, you right, know. Thank and, you. I, and, and, and A, yes, yes, it is church. But B, it's still like church like i right i i i've got some stories you know i've got some stories of you know i'll go pick up all the kids you know (laughs) so it was uh needless to say me and bethany uh although i love her dearly we are on opposite ends of the spectrum (laughs) i mean hope life must have beaten some of that that universal trust out of you but this Not point much. I trust. I, I I'm, I'm much more aware of it now, but I'm still like, I, I do have trouble reading people sometimes. Sometimes? Um, no, no, sometimes. Like, and I, I think working retail really helped because helped me learn how to read people. Because when you're trained to look at people and like analyze them on first glance based on their clothing and stuff to know how best to sell to them, you learn how to read people. Um, but yeah, I. I definitely gotten better about it, and though though it is hard on like something like social media because when you have something like Twitter, you only yeah. have their words. You can't like hear yeah. their tone or see their face or anything like that. So it's kind of harder when it comes to social media too. You have a very like um, positive attitude. Like your glass is like, oh my yeah, gosh, what the fuck's up with that? And I'm like, yeah, stay away from my glass. You're gonna <laughs> poison me. <laughs> Get something you're gonna put in my glass. Like I don't trust people. Uh, you know what? I take that back. I trust everybody. It's the devil inside him that I don't trust. <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, oh. so, polar opposites. <laughs> yeah. So, so was what was a uh, teenage hope like? You know, I, I, um. Hmm. <laughs> I like the tone of, tone of voice you know of that. I, I think I I'm getting not, an idea. I love you. Let me let me preface this with I yeah, love you. That's true, but you had also um, moved out by that time, so you weren't around me constantly. You know, and it's not so much teenage hope. It was no fault of your own, but teenage hope pissed me off 
but not <laughs> but not like it wasn't you that pissed me off it was you were so babied that i felt like i always got the shit end of the deal like i, that, yeah. I went to like linear middle school was a shit middle school like it was like hey would you like a gang tattoo and a, a pocket knife like it was a bad <laughs> middle school and like my mom's like have fun jenny and like push me out the door to linear you know and then hope went to this like my i remember i will never forget my mother's They're like here's your bubble wrap hope right thank you wrap, she was like her all up she was like i can't send hope to that school it's so bad here i'm gonna send her to this private academy and i'm like uh, really the older kid the older kids blaze a trail that's always how it is you know and i was a good kid yeah and i i hated the private academy and i was only there for two years before i had to get to linear yeah yeah. Yeah, she got an uh, inauguration tattoo there and everything. Yeah. <laughs> and then I went to North. Yeah, me too. Me yeah, too. Yeah. North was fine. North Ish. was fine. Oh, but Mr. Siegfried. Holy shit balls! That was my ear <laughs> hole. Oh my god. So tell me about Mr. Siegfried, Jen, and your feelings towards him. I liked Mr. Siegfried. I thought you hated him. I didn't. You know what? Come, come to the senior year, I realized that I might have been a little too harsh. Um. Now, granted. He was our administrator, by the Sophomore way. Sophomore through 11th, I did not like him. But, you know, I was... Is that like the, basically the principal? principal? Yeah. Well, he's like under the principal. He's like one of the people who like... You know, because the principal is kind of like the showboat. Like he's Right, right. And then the, those box, other you know? guys are forcers and the, the, right. the ones that... He's not going to put down the uh, hammer, you know? Right, right. I was very much like the guy... To me, he had the vibes coming off like the dude from um, The Breakfast Club, where he's like, mess with the pool, you'll get the horn. Oh, She's dear talking. God. Yeah. Oh, like, my God. Yeah. I've, that was, that was well, the, the co my co-founder of the podcast and I went to high school together and we we're in this, you know, same same age as each other. And our that was our foil was the, well, one of our foils in that high school, but. <laughs> The, our vice principal, I, I think our vice principal was more like the vice principal in, in Ferris Bueller's day off, but he did definitely have some of that vice that, you know, you get, you know, you know the Ferris Bueller's, you know, want, mess with the bull, you get the horns right? full of just like bad, platted, bad, tough like if guy. If you're not there, is he, is he like calling your home and like sneaking through your window? Like, so they're not really sick. There is no, but he was similarly like bearded and red, like red face, <laughs> like impotent anger type guy. <laughs> he was, he used to be a cop. He used to be a cop in New York City. And well, then he, was, then he was a high school principal in New York City. And then he came to rural New York. You know, literally, you could see cows in the field outside of uh, outside certain classrooms. So he thought, like, everybody there, instead of, like, passing notes, you're passing meth. So, like... He, no, no, this was before... This was before rural equaled meth. Rural literally equaled cow tipping at this point. It was... Like there were fights in our school, but it what there weren't, you know, like kids would go kids would go out after school and have a have a fight or something. But there wasn't. And he did this whole thing like when he his first day as vice principal where he had an assembly and told us I was a cop in New York City. And some of the stories I hear about this school are beyond anything I ever experienced in New York City. And that's crazy. And we're like, what the hell are you talking about, dude? 
you know. And you know, I'm gonna I'm gonna straighten this place out. And we're like, okay, buddy. <laughs> and you know, and I mean there was just nothing for him to do. And and nothing happened. He didn't do anything to straighten it out what? except you guys were not straight as an arrow after that conversation. In rules. Oh yeah. <laughs> so the reason I brought up Mr. Siegfried was because I'd always heard horror stories from Jen and like about how like how much of a hard ass he was and how much she didn't like him. So when I got to high school I went out of my way to suck up kiss to him, kiss his ass as much <clears throat> as I possibly could because I knew, I knew if anything ever happened, that would be my fallback. And so for like two years, I just sucked up to him and I was just like, good morning, Mr. Siegfried. How are you today? Oh, you look great today, Mr. Siegfried, because I knew. And then it happened because I was with my friend Shay. And she is mixed race, and somebody called her an Oreo N-word. Oh, and, wow. And I slapped him. Good for you. I slapped him across the face, and Good I got called you. into Mr. Siegfried's office. And he gave me the whole, like, Hope, you're such a good girl. Why would you do something like that? And I told him exactly what that boy said to me. And Mr. Siegfried was like, normally I should suspend you for hitting another student. But that noise. he got quiet, and he was like, if it was me, I would have hit him, too. <laughs> so I ended up getting three days of silent lunch, which was great because I did all my homework and I got to go home and play the fucking video games. And I don't <laughs> like people. Like whenever and I got away silent. with slapping some guy. Yeah, yeah, I've only slapped two people in my life, and I was one of them. You yeah, only slapped two people. Yeah, that was a good. That was a good slap. Oh my god, I can't even count. I have been. That was in a so fair slap. Hope. Yeah. Wait, hold on. I'm learning stuff about my sister. How many people have you slapped? Oh my god. Do you not? <laughs> do you not <laughs> know? Right. The story of when me and Wendy were in uh, middle school. Let me pull out the slap book and uh, check here. Right, thank you. Like, <laughs> no, I, well, maybe I, tell me about when you and Wendy were. Oh my God. So, me and my best, it, Wendy had just started at Lanier. Um, it was a fabulous school, by the way. And, um, it's <laughs> <laughs> King Bang tattoos. And see, and this is why. So, she just started at Lanier. We were in seventh grade and she was getting bullied every, like, I was one of her only friends. And she was getting bullied every day coming out of PE. So we were walking to PE and, you know, there was these group of like three girls and um, they were constantly bullying and, you know, blah, blah, blah. And so one day, Sonia, stupid bitch, she, um, like, I can't say the name without saying that. It's just like her last name, kind of like friend Chris. So um, it sounds like so, a Slavic name, right? Stupid bitch. Stupid bitch. <laughs> so she pushed Wendy um, into the brick wall. <gasps> and so we were, I mean, both me and Wendy were very much a, we're not going to start a fight, but we're going to fuck you up if uh, it comes down to it. And um, it wasn't until Wendy's head hit the back, like the back of the wall. And when it did, both of us, we beat the hell out of those girls. And um, we got sent to the principal's office. And that was a time where you could actually defend yourself and fight back. And you got a gold star instead of getting suspended. <laughs> so um, the other girls actually got suspended for bullying, which is what should happen. And we got sent back to class. We were like, you know, you guys defended yourself, but we beat the hell out of them. Shit, son. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. So, yeah, I don't know how many people I've hit in my life. I've, I've hit a few people. And you're talking about slapping. I've straight on, like, I will break your fucking jaw. <laughs> yeah. The only other person I slapped was my, my friend Tyler. And, ow! And he, <laughs> um, 
we were kidding like we were it was we were at a pool party and <coughs> we were all wrestling around and he jokingly grabbed my butt and i turned around and slapped him across the face and he immediately started apologizing you're adorable. You're like, I slapped him? Like, I don't... I would have knocked him the fuck out. I don't know. Ah. Well, I mean, we, we were all tossing around, so I, tossling? I knew... Tossling? I knew... <laughs> yes. Is that a word? <laughs> yes, tossling. I've already yeah. drank the wine. You're not getting drunk. It sounds like even a little milder than tussling. It sounds almost playfully. We were tossling around. We were yeah. Right. Tossing hey, each other around. I can make up words like the Shakespeare. You are no Shakespeare, my love. No, I write Star Wars fan fiction. I'm absolutely not a Shakespeare. Tossily. <laughs> Shakespeare is just writing fan fiction of like, you know, the kings and queens and stuff. <laughs> it's a Logan Grain story. <coughs> Logan Grain story is the king of my heart, and I've definitely written a long 30 page fan fiction about him fucking girl. The, the, girl. Girl. Wow. Last two times I got in a physical fight was in middle school and high school, and I broke a nose each time. Thank you. The Thank the and, and but I never got sent to the office because I never well well the middle school one was in in recess and we would go outside of the cafeteria and just sort of this lawn and we could just sort of run around in it. There was nothing to do it there for recess. And this one kid who, who like was my neighbor and like I used to be in the Cub Scout troop with him was um, hitting me in the back of the head and stepping on my shoes so my shoes would come off and I just turned around and hit him in the nose and I like obviously broke his nose and it started bleeding and he just goes you broke my nose and ran away and then I never heard (laughs) anything about it and he never bothered me again. And the other time I wasn't in school, I was just I was walking down the street to get a pizza that I'd ordered and uh, for for my sister, my dad and I. And I was going to pick up the pizza and I had my bike. And for some reason I was, oh, I probably had the pizza and I was walking the bike and this guy just came storming out of his house and is like, there you are. Don't you move and started just storming towards me. And I was just sort of like. Oh, I wonder who this guy is pissed off at because I had no idea who he was. And he's just like, you know, like on a cartoon, like, you know, putting up his sleeves and like, I'm going to finally I'm going to kick your ass. And I'm like realizing oh, I'm the only person around. <laughs> and I and and I just like and I just like logic it and I go, I better hit him first. <laughs> <'Cause>, <laughs> And he sat down and was like, you broke my nose. And I was like, I got to go home with my pizza now. <laughs> and I never heard anything about that. And I never saw that guy again. I sort of avoided going by his house after that, though, for sure. Yeah. But And that was like, yeah, that was like in high school. So it's been like 30 some years. I guess I've been able to uh, avoid any like kind the, of physical uh, confrontation. I guess I didn't get the, like, the fight part of my family. Because as you were saying that, I, I told Jen, like, that sounds like our grandma Ruth. Um, because our, our mom's mom, um, when my Aunt Charlotte first started dating our Uncle Dennis, when he came to pick her up, our grandmother was sitting on the porch with a gun. Um, I don't know why you're laughing, because my mother has done that. <laughs> my mom. Our mom? Yeah. <laughs> when we... I really like this guy too. I was in high school and I worked at the movie theater and he was a few years older than me, but he showed up to the house. We were going to Six Flags, right? Tell me this woman did not walk outside, take his picture, 
take a picture of his license and a picture of his tag and told him that if I was not back before 10 o'clock, she would have every fucking cop in the state of Georgia searching for him. That I'm sure they were waiting at nine o'clock, like never went out with me again because of my crazy mother. It's funny because she, she love you, mom. Love you, mom. My mom has a camera in the house to watch the dogs, and she'll occasionally talk to us. So if you, you know, she might be watching us, Chris. So we just keep nope, saying love you, you mom. You guys are okay. Oh my 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 boss my bosses have the cameras at work and they also are are two ways so if they wanted to be like hey get back to work they could and I wish they were more like jokers like that but I I know I Yeah, some I, people appreciate that hope. Yeah, this bitch scared the shit out of me last year. <laughs> Well, we, we, we want to bring in, I got this whole bag full of like sock puppets and I want to just keep them. But like we used to have one guy who was part owner and I know he would sit <laughs> at home and just watch people watch the restaurant on his TV like it was a TV show. But I know my other my other bosses won't pay attention to it unless something happens and then they go, oh, we can look it up on the cameras or whatever, you know. But I wish they were the kind of bosses that you never knew when they were watching because I would love to just like all of a sudden set up a whole puppet uh, involved puppet show with the staff just come you know and and so they could sit at home and uh, although i'm sure they'd be thrilled that they're paying everybody to give them a puppet show at, at um, work. that sounds like fabulous to by me by the way chris is a professional puppeteer nice. puppeteer 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 <laughs> yeah, when she says it it doesn't sound as lovely puppeteer. because she goes puppeteer I, I got, when she says when she says professional, she means I got paid fifty dollars to be in a to be to do a puppet in a screamo music video. Oh, it's actually fun because it's the puppet dying and like um he was there getting with, murdered. Like, he, yeah, like he was there for with an actual Full professional. Puppet murder. This guy like showed up and was like, I'm a professional, and Chris is like, You're here. Yeah. <laughs> You're with us. Oh, he was a he he had done Moomin Shants. Good for him. <laughs> Hope. Huh. Moomin Chants. I don't know what that is. And uh, the, oh, you're you're too young. Moomin Chants was they were sort of the blue men group of the seventies, eighties. Oh, and okay. They were, Jim's nodding her head at me. They would all they would dress in like all one color, but sometimes they would dress in black to fade into the background. But they did. They're big. Like they're they're like. Oh, this is the Moomin Chance thing is they would have a a mask that was basically sheets of paper, like uh, pads of paper. And then, you know, they would strip off the, the to change expressions and stuff. And they had a whole routine on it that was, you know, really involved and stuff. But that was Moomin Chance. And right, he also he also Jen was acting like she was about to pour the wine on my laptop. I wasn't. I was pointing to the TV. Yeah. He, over he my also, laptop, a bottle of wine. He'd also done. Yeah, you're buying Avenue, laptop. He did Avenue Q, Hope. That's a more modern one. Oh, okay. He was, he was an Avenue Q guy. And he was he was a font of information. He loved, he, but, uh, but like, yeah, he was a little perturbed that the weird weir, weird puppet guy got, got to be head puppet. <laughs> 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 I was actually puppet master. I was, I was declared, and, and the guy who did it, obviously. Yeah is a better title than puppeteer yeah the, the uh, well i i like i i don't like the pretentious puppeteer but i like 
I like puppeteur because it sounds just like stupid. It sounds like something like some hick. It says dumb. Why, why don't you go out and get Junior? He's a puppeter. He can puppet all over the place. That's the only way he communicates, you know? That's funny. You like puppets? No, I don't like puppets. <laughs> oh, you know what? I take that back. I like, uh, I, I watched a shit ton of Sesame Street when I was growing up. You do Muppet. like horror, though. No, the Muppets fuck? I do not. Oh, that's Alyssa. Ma'am, I do Alyssa. not like horror. Never mind, that's Alyssa. Life is scary enough. I literally, when I watched the... <laughs> don't hit the dog. When I watched... <laughs> She's like strangling the dog in the background. <laughs> No, no. When I watched the last season of Stranger Things, my child, Chandler, knew that I had to watch it during the light time because I was too scared to watch it during the nighttime. <laughs> no, no I, fuck I, I, that I noise. Uh, her oldest daughter likes horror, and I was confusing the two. Sorry. Yes, no. My my oldest daughter, will uh, she will watch horror all day long. She is like, hey, Mom, let's watch the Dahmer Files. And I'm like... Who's dumber? And she's but like, don't you notice? Know, I I notice those those kids, especially the girls, are usually like the most good natured people ever. She has <laughs> a heart of gold. Yeah. Yeah. yeah exactly. Exactly. Allie is the best. She will but, literally like help an old lady across the street right, while right. telling her how to bury a body in her backyard exactly. and not get caught. Exactly. Yeah. Yes. And usually they have good senses of humor too. So yeah. She very much does. She has yeah, my sense Allie of humor. Is the best. Yeah. Uh, uh, she is she's good people i actually tell her that um her and bethany are doppelgangers because they're a lot alike um yeah she watches so much horror and she didn't know what a doppelganger was yeah she has you saved in her phone as like aunt doppelganger yeah i'm pretty sure yeah yeah oh my goodness and then we just have chandler who like is so smart. You know what? No. Chandler is so much like you because uh I love you. See, we gotta preface this so I love you <laughs> before I say something shitty. But no, um shitty. that's why you're here. Chandler and you are very much alike that you both are very, very book smart. Like you both so are dumb as fuck. <laughs> but common sense did not fucking even blow by either one we of you. Preface this by saying you love your son. Oh, I love my son. <laughs> but I have also told Chandler a few times that... uh, You want some chips and guacamole? He is not uh, sure. Are you going to pull it out of your ass? What oh, are we doing? Oh, okay. I yeah. want some chips and guacamole. I'd try Oh, yeah. If you, if you walk away, we can talk nice, nice niceties about you. It's not that yeah. House. That's what okay. she's hoping for. That's what she's hoping for, as if it's not all on tape anyway. I don't know any really embarrassing stories. Hope, ha Hope has the confidence in this whole this whole proceeding that like there's nothing to dig up on her. So she's just like, tell it all, tell it all. But you know the thing about Hope is she's really <coughs> there's not a lot of embarrassing stuff about her because that I know about because when she wasn't being the little emo spoiled bubble wrapped kid. Then, um, she was a good kid. She really was. Yeah, I, yeah, I, I have. I have guacamole at home. I know. That, I told you see, that last night when we were at the house. Yeah. Then I bought it. 
I, I have the death pact with my sister where I'm sure my sister has some embarrassing stories about me, but she knows. But my sister was also the good sister, but she also like like to get into like to get into trouble and like sneak out with her friends and 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 all that. But she kept it way on the down low where I was pretty much, you know, Can I, pretty mouthy about it in school. Go figure. Can I tell but, you a story? Oh, the what? Not funny. Not cool at all. Yeah, sure. Go ahead. This so, is what caused me to have no faith in humanity. <laughs> so growing up, Jen loved horsey sauce from Arby's. My favorite. I'd put that shit on everything. I'm like Scott Gardner co-hosted. Scott like, Gardner. I put that shit on everything. Yeah. Horsey sauce is horsey sauce is something that like in high school, um, the co-founder of Two True Freaks, Scott Gardner, worked at Arby's, and he's like, "Horsey sauce is the greatest stuff in the world." Now, uh, now at fifty-four years old, I cannot I get enough horsey sauce. Yeah. sauce or any kind of horseradish, anything. So Mm-mm. we were vacationing in Daytona, every, like every year, and um, we went to a restaurant, and they had horseradish on their menu, and Jen was just like, "Oh man, I love horsey sauce. I'm gonna get this this horseradish." Not realizing that horsey sauce uh-uh. is... Nope, nope. Okay, Hold the fuck <laughs> on. That is not what happened. Okay. Horsey sauce, or horseradish came on the side of something. And my lovely stepdad was like, hey, it's just like horsey sauce. Oh, and yeah. I was like, I love horsey sauce. I'll take a bite. Well, and he didn't realize I was going to take a fucking spoonful. Ooh. Doubt so, doesn't know horsey sauce from Arby's is majority mayonnaise. Yeah. It's like with, with a, a hint of horsey. Right? This was straight horseradish. And poor Jen. It's, it's mayo with a zing. Right? Yeah. Thank you. And poor Jen took a humongous spoonful. Yeah, it's like it's the- like eating wasabi, basically. Oh yeah. And was in the bathroom in moments. Yeah. I mean I was throwing up. I was oh yeah, what is happening to me? <laughs> um, I was my dad used to trick me demons. into stuff like that. Yeah, my so, dad used to eat like the cheese with the like jalapeno peppers or the hot peppers in it. You know, little kids cannot take like mm-hmm. he need be like mm, this cheese is good. You want some? What are those little flakes in it? Oh, those are flavor. Mm, those will make make <laughs> it okay. You know, and I had cheese curd with little pieces of oregano on it or whatever. And eat it. And just, Why have you done this to me, Father? <laughs> Yep, that was my experience. What is one of your personal favorite childhood memories, Jen? Um, oh, God. Doesn't even have to be of me. Oh, oh, good, Hope. That's good, I couldn't think of any <laughs> The day I moved out. No, I'm just kidding. Um, I actually remember the day you moved out because I still have what you gave me. Do you remember? I do not remember the day I moved out. It was a black eye. Yeah. No, no. so... You gave me, because I was having such a hard time because you were leaving and I was sad. You gave me your teddy bear that your dad had given you, because we have different dads, um, that your dad had given you. And I still sleep with it every night. He lives in my bed. And he's actually, like, if there was a fire, like, that's one of my prized possessions at the day first. That is adorable. Yeah, I have it. Don't get your fucking face out of this chips, Lucas. 
Sorry. But yeah, like I, I still have it. Um, I think you named it like Mr. Snuggles or something. Yes, I remember that now. Yeah, uh, I renamed him Orion because I was an emo That's child. That's bullshit. I was an emo child. <laughs> I, I want his name to be back to Mr. Snuggles. No, his name's Orion. I think that's bullshit. <laughs> no, his name's Orion. Wow. You hear that, Lucas? <laughs> it's bullshit. Get your face out of those chips. <laughs> oh, that's adorable. Yeah, he still says something. Um, I need a, he has a tiny hole in his head. I need a patch up. I haven't gotten around to it yet. But yeah, he sleeps in my bed with my Tuka cats and my Loth cats and my stuffed Mimi Q. Aww. And I didn't bring him here because of a certain puppy that was <coughs> trying to eat potato chips. Um, because he eats stuffies and I didn't want to take a chance of Lucas eating. eating my dog Bruno eats everything in the world. She has three dogs and they're Bruno, Buddy, and Bowser. Yeah, they're all B names. They're adorable. They are adorable. One's a big old dummy dumb. That's Bowser. That's the first person I've ever met that actually, and like you'd think, like Bowser is supposed to be like, like the generic dog name, but you're the first person I've ever met who had a dog named Bowser. I've 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 met I've met buddies before. I've met I've met two buddies. Well, it's a Mario name after uh, the the fat guy in Mario. But the thing about it is, is like. When Alyssa's dad got him, or got the dog for Al, mm-hmm. nope. um, his name was actually Mario. Really? And my Alyssa <laughs> was like, that's a stupid fucking name. You're going to be gangster, you're going to be Bowser. <laughs> and he's just a big, sweet, dumb dog. He is a, he thinks he's a tiny little lap dog. He's, he's just, so stupid. He's so dumb, and I love him. And he's just full of love and rocks for brains. Yeah. Like, get your head out of that. Those chair. are kind of the best dogs. They as, are. As, as a as more of a cat person than a dog person, but like I still like I don't not like dogs. I love dogs too, but like big actually dumb dogs are just my favorite. Do- Smart dogs are great too actually cuz they're just they're fun depending on what kind of smart dog it is. But the dumb dogs they just crack you up and yeah, they're, they're and they're just and they're they're so friendly. And like like dumb pugs, little dumb pugs are just oh, oh my god! I'll hold them in my lap and I'll just like yeah. laugh hysterically all day as they snort at me and. See that was that was Lucy because like we used to have a pug and she wasn't dumb. She was just genetically not advanced. No, no. Special, special dog. Yeah. You literally close the front door and this dog would spin around in circles. <laughs> like. Yeah, I mean. I mean, pugs really shouldn't it only exist through like, just like that, that um, Jurassic Park breeding of like, maybe, you know, we can, but should we, <laughs> you know? I mean, you should tell, tell the story the first time Alyssa saw I was thinking that. Okay. So my daughter, Alyssa, she's now, um, she's now 18. And this child has always been an animal person. Like, loves animals i mean she puppies she's like a fucking snow white over here animals just frolic to her okay she she (laughs) loves animals the first time she saw my mom's and hope's pug she was like she cried she was like seven or something oh no she was younger than that she was like four like Like, cried like like freaked out like scared she kept going what's wrong with its face Ah, that's a natural reaction, like, I guess. She thought something had happened to it, and it was like something had happened to it. Pain, like she's like, "What's wrong with its face?" 
She cried. I like if she was in my if she was in my family, one one of us would have told her, "Oh, it was terrible." You know, they the the family's car broke down and they had to take it to the dump and they put it in the trash compactor and then they realized they left their you know their Doberman in the back and and they 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 pulled it out and got the jaws of life and this is what this is their Doberman. I thought you would like friend Chris. I like friend Chris because that's some shit I would say because. because like we would take um every year like beth said every year we take a trip to florida right because like my mom's brother lived in daytona (coughs) we would either stay in daytona sometimes we would um go to disney world i don't know if bethany remembers this but i was a dick sister and on the trip down there i would like like point out like i'd wake her up and point out like an abandoned building and tell her that uh Disney World burned down and we had to like, go home. <laughs> oh, no. I just had it's to all that's left of it. <laughs> Actually, I And then my mom from the front seat would be like, shut up, she's lying. <laughs> See that guy or that homeless sister? guy over there? That's let Mickey me, Mouse. Let me tell you how much this, this girl has fucked me up with microwaves. <laughs> Still so when we were little, you might not remember this, but I remember it vividly because this is what, what I think about every time I use a fucking goddamn microwave. <laughs> I was microwaving something, and she comes up behind me and just yells, when it hits zero, if you're stepping on cracks, mom will die. And I start crying because I like we have a tile floor and not to step on a crack because I think my mother I remember will die. That. And the microwave hits zero. And still to this fucking day, Jen, I get anxiety. When I, I, I have to not be standing <laughs> on a crack. And if I'm on a tile floor with like tiny tiles, I have to be on a <laughs> Hope, Hope, if you were in our family, somebody would have been trying to push it, push you onto the crack. Thank you. And you would have yeah. been like, you would have been like, what is the matter with you, That's you psychotic? Me. If you ever see me use a microwave, I'm <laughs> always looking at my feet. Oh, that's wonderful. It's all your fucking fault. That's wonderful. Goddamn. I like his family. That's some shit I would do. Yeah. Push you onto the tile. <coughs> it was because I was a bubble wrap child, right? That is true. It was good for me. Uh huh. <laughs> Jesus Christ. There's a mini. Walk into the. Sometimes Sorry, the only thing that penetrates bubble wrap is microwaves. Right? Yeah, we have Earth Cam on. And there's, uh, we're on Times Square, and there's just a mini mouse walking through Times Square right now. Motherfucker. Okay. Yeah, they do that. I thought I was going insane. I kept tasting lime, and I was like, what the fuck is wrong with these they're, chips? They're chips with a hint of lime. No fucking shit, Helen Geller. Thanks. Yeah, these are my favorite tortilla chips. Those are disgusting. They're delicious. Oh, okay. They're no, so they're good. Not. Well, you have bad taste. Yeah. Hey, Hope, there's cracks all in the floor. Go fuck yourself. Put the <laughs> microwave on. I'm fine now. I, I like the lime chips, but dry lime is a weird thing. Thank you. I expect lime to be like squeezed on. Well, a... You don't get any more chips then. I'm done with my fucking guacamole. I don't need any more goddamn. Chips. I'm the one talking <laughs> shit about the lime chips. Hope so here's the, your sister chips because have... of me. I'm just stoking. I'm just stoking discontent for, for clicks, <laughs> for listens. We, we stop being sisters by the end of this over lime If chips. I get you guys to like, you know, physically fight by the end of this podcast, I go down in podcast history. Yes. 
Hey, Bethany, can yeah. mommy punch you in the face? No. What? You did it all for the views. What are you doing? No, I'm not Logan Paul. <laughs> <coughs> I hate yep. Logan Paul. I fucking hate Logan Paul, too, and I want to throw him in a goddamn trash compactor. What a trash compactor, Did I tell you man. that my, my child, being the 15-year-old the adolescent asset he is, um, bought the Logan Paul drinks. And he threw them away, right? I did. And he used what? his own money. And I was like, he's like, here, mom, have one. I was like, oh my God, Logan Paul. And I threw it out in the sink. And he was like, what are you doing? It was like $15 for the case. And I'm like, yeah. fuck Logan Paul. Like, like, I'm a full believer. What is it, like energy drink or is it? No, it's like, it's like if you take Gatorade and um, <laughs> try to redneck it by putting eight quarts of sugar in it. That's the uh, But the thing is, is like, I'm, okay, like, 99% of the time, I am a firm believer that, like, teenagers should have autonomy, and they, if they save up their mind to buy stuff, up to a certain point of, unless they're doing, like, something from an absolutely horrible human being and supporting them. Like, there's a reason I don't buy shit from Well, me. like, that's, that's why I'm glad I'm I don't sorry. have children. What? Because <laughs> I want to throw Jeff, if I, if I had a person with a base like i had a baseball bat i would take it to jeff bezos head okay ma'am 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 okay it is about to go down with fighting yes amazon, the amazon yes. driver drives by my house and i'm like sir you've missed my stop no, no, i okay. love amazon here's the thing like i will never tell somebody how to spend their money ever but I, you just told chandler not to buy logan paul but like, like oh. here's the thing. Like, I, I won't tell people how to spend their money. It's your choice if you want to shop from Amazon. But I will not because I want to take a baseball bat to fucking jump in his <coughs> head. All right, that's a little graphic. I know. That's a fun game that I like to play. With if you had a baseball bat, it could take it to anybody's head in the world oh. and get away You're, with it. Who would it be? Oh, would, this has been quite a turn as to our whole conversation <laughs> about you tonight. Um, it just turned 180 degrees from like, oh, hope the mean, bubble, hope the bubble wrap girl, what's she doing with the baseball, baseball bat? bat. <laughs> my, my two choices would be she's, Elon Musk or Jeff Bezos. She's right? curb stomping billionaires in the front yard. She just wandered, she just will wander off and like just beat up rich people. <laughs> we have a canal in the backyard. We can have a body. Oh my gosh. Um, that's when you know you've been in doctrine to Florida. When you start looking at the canal as places to hide the body. <laughs> There's gators in Florida. That's the thing. You guys got automatic body cleanup in, in Florida. You just have swamps that, that, that just clean clean up, clean it all up. There's fish. What? We're just feeding the fish. It's fine. Sure. You, 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 you are contributing to the ecosystem. You can take a baseball bat to anybody living. Who would it be? Oh, geez. Like, you know, like, I wouldn't want to, like, like Elon Musk and Jeff Bezos, I'd rather put them on an island and have them gladiator fight, you know? Yes! I'd rather go more grandiose. That, you know, I'm not going to sully my hands by beating someone with a bat. I, like, I, I've avoided violence. I will make them Actually, beat each other with bats. When I asked this to a group of people, they were all like, that's a pretty violent. And I went, fine, a wiffle bat. Well, a wiffle so bat, I mean... There's, I mean, I mean, come on, get in line. It's, I mean, our, our, our society is basically like, you know, aimed towards the like race to the bottom. So there's, you know, you could just like, we could like, we'd have to narrow it down to specific. 
areas. <laughs> you know what though? I, this is the worst thing ever, but I cannot think of anybody. The only person right now, like present day, that pisses me off. And uh, I didn't want to say it because it has nothing to do with political, but Biden. I was about to say, you're say Biden. <laughs> I am like my son. I am such a, a, a stickler for. Um, Annunciation and language. Oh that dear God! My son uses his speeches against me. Like my my fifteen year old knows how to fuck with me. Like like the example <laughs> I was telling you last yeah, night. Yeah, like tell me, tell me. me and my fifteen year old were watching a um something on the news. Like we just had the news on, and Biden happened to be at a um like some kind of plant. It was like Ford or Chevy. I don't know where he was, but he was like, I have two words for you. Made in America, and I, my face went red <laughs> as my son dying laughing. So my fifteen-year-old, being the sarcastic asshole that I am, because you know I've created a little monster, he'd be like, he spent the rest of the night looking at me, just knowing it drives me insane. He'd be like, "Mom, I've got two words for you: going to bed." And I'm like, "Jesus Christ, I can't." <laughs> No, it was Joe, Joe Biden's an Iron Maiden fan. He was saying, "Made in America, rock on, every kids, yeah, fellow kids." So, <laughs> I literally can't think of anybody though, because I, I really there's. I no mean, way. I can I can think of people when I like, and even like not even because <laughs> I disagree with them or anything that they just have something about like they have a punch. There's celebrities that have punchable faces and stuff. Thank but I mean, yes. to like beat someone with a bat, it would have to be, it would have to be so personal to the point of where it's like, you don't want to mention the name on, I on the bad. podcast just, that they'd be a so private a citizen. <laughs> what? I mean, if okay. I'm going to hit a random person with a wiffle bat, it'll, it'll probably be one of my children because they piss me <laughs> off. So, Because <laughs> a, a wiffle bat's just a bonk. An actual baseball bat is murder. So, I mean, as a, as a yeah, as a as a parent, you probably have the full legal right to not just hit him with the wiffle ball bat, but like whip it across the room. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What was I telling you earlier? Oh, oh tell me some Florida <laughs> stories. Okay. Oh Florida God. Florida stories. Here we go. Uh, no, I was telling Hope earlier that um, the state of Florida is if you had like a a very angry entitled toddler and you gave them access to a um, a motor vehicle marijuana and guns that that's basically the state of florida like uh florida is a whole new world and not in the good kind i actually told a story about you a few weeks ago about how oh god it was the most florida thing you ever told me oh jesus christ it was because oh i was worried about you during the hurricane oh fuck. <laughs> i know where this is going and you called me and you're in your car and I was like, Hey, are you okay? And you're like, yeah, we're doing fine. Like it's South of us. We're just getting some rain and some wind. And I was like, why are you in your car? And you're like, because we drove down to Hudson Bay because it drained out because of the hurricane. And, okay. the <laughs> and I'm like, Jen, why would you do that? And you're like, I called you get when I was home. Cause I knew you'd chew me out. <laughs> okay. But in my defense, okay. Oh, in my defense, yes, it was supposed to hit us. We were supposed to get a dead on, like, fuck my life. The world is gone. Like, it was supposed to hit us. But it went, like, way south of us. So at that point, I just get to look at all the cool shit from a hurricane. 
Yeah, and so she drove out to the drained out Hudson Bay to take photos. You want to see and the photos? No! <laughs> okay. Don't, I'm not going to indulge you. I'll but send you the photos. We had a... We had a Because he's uh, my friend, Chris. <laughs> we, we, had, we had a, like... I can't remember what year. It was a long time ago. But we had this insane ice storm up here that, like, took out people like uh, like my family back home up in the in the in the country were had no had no heat in their house they were living around a, a wood stove for for like a mo- almost a month you know before the the city and they were in the in the in the city and uh and i remember when it, it happened my roommate and i were blissfully unaware of it we were like watching tv or something this other guy comes over and goes like, there's this ice storm going on. And he goes, come on, we're going to take a ride. <laughs> and, we start, <laughs> and we start riding around. And literally, you know, as we drive down the street, giant limbs are crack and falling off the tree and like almost hitting his car and trees are falling down and stuff. And, and everything is just a sheet of ice. So we're sliding all over the road. And he's like, isn't this great? <laughs> and we're like, yeah, this is great. <laughs> I've been in more dangerous situations in ice storms in Georgia than I have in hurricanes in Florida. Because here's the thing about hurricanes in Florida. People are like, oh my God, hurricane in Florida. There is no amount of like preparation that you can do. You can prepare. You can you can evacuate, you can whatever. And last minute, that bitch is going to go wherever the fuck it wants to yeah, go. Yeah. And like, like with, with mom and Dan here, like it was supposed to hit right on top of us. So me and Brandy had told mom and Dan, we were like, go to Daytona, go to the other side of the fucking state, get away from it. You know? Well, then it was like, fuck you, Jennifer. It went across the street to Daytona. You yeah. Know? So I would have been an asshole trying to tell them to go to Daytona. You know, so, it's, um, <clears throat> As you were saying that, uh, I was thinking about when you, when you guys were talking about your driving stories. Have I ever told either of you about epic driving? Epic? Yeah, epic driving. Well, then it should be epic, but no. Did I ever tell you about this, Chris? I don't think so. So when we were in college, me and my nerdy theater friends. That's a fun story. We So my college was probably about 30 minutes away from the Alabama line. And we would all pile in someone's car put on Lord of the Rings music and wow. then just fellow out situations just like, and drive as fast as we could on back road, just being like, the orcs are coming over the hill. We must fight them. And then Shelly would be wow. like, I draw my sword and we battle. And we're like blaring like Lord of the Rings music as loud as we can, driving any down like- I'm sorry, back can, you, can you stop for a minute? <laughs> um, I know we started this podcast saying we were sisters. I have never met this person. I want to go ahead and put that on record. Okay, continue, strange I found her, lady. Uh, with the homeless people on the street <clears throat> in Florida, they do. They cross the roads. I, I I warned you that. At nighttime, people just walk across 19, and I was like, I almost hit a person. And bike across 19. Oh my god. So, but yeah, that was epic driving. We would do it about every, like, once a month and just blare Lord of the Rings music and just, like, fellow and be like, the dwarves are here! And, like, five of us in a car driving as fast as we can to Alabama and back. I would I would have loved to have been a fly on the wall of, like, a cop pulling you over and, like... Oh, my God, yeah. Like, just, like, walking yes. up to, the, like, like the, the, the his his body cam, you know, as he walks up and he's just, like, you know, expecting some, like, like 
car full of crazed teenage boys and it just rolls down and it's like six theaters listening to Lord of the Rings just like hi officer is there a problem (laughs) (laughs) I like that voice this is going to have to go back to his car for a few minutes and sort out what's going on Chris what she needs to meet Yoda oh Yoda you say Okay. Oh, Yoda, wow. Yoda's brought his big book of Star Wars. Heard lots of Star Wars fans are going to be here. Oh God, I'm screwed. You can ask him, ask him any question. He's I can t- Why is Yoda? Oh, good. Yoda, no, Yoda can answer all Star Wars questions. No, 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 no. no like it's questions. a Star Wars question. Okay. Okay. So my son told me that is it the Mandalorian? Yeah. The Mandalorian is. Uh, is that Baby Yoda? Oh, he hates Grogu. Grogu? Grogu is Baby Yoda, and he took Yoda's job. He hates... Oh. Yeah. Yeah! Guy with a job. Yeah, Mr. Grogu, a little kid with a job. Doesn't need money. Can just eat eggs and frogs. Needs not money. No. No drinking habit with Grogu. No. Oh, yeah, so cute is Grogu, they say. Yes, they do. Hmm, cute he is. But inside, full of worms. Creepy. Because he's adorable. People's... Yoda's adorable, are you? Yoda. Yes, Yoda's adorable. The adorable Yoda. Many adore Yoda. Dating? Yeah. I don't know if my husband would be okay with me asking him for dating. Oh, trouble in paradise? Need advice from Yoda? If if, if Jen wanted to spice up her marriage with her husband, what what would you, you're 600 years old, what would be your advice? Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm, Let let Yoda think about this and mm, let Yoda really think about Map. Communication is is very important. Yoda thinks. Yes. She's not fucking Yoda, so it doesn't count. And um. I'm not fucking Yoda. <laughs> lots of um. Many many people like to include food. But yes, lots of Yoda has much advice from huts. Much experience with huts. How how do you mean spice things up like spicy spice in Yoda's stew? Yum yum yum. Agreed. Now, like, uh, is there like certain like mud baths that you could do, or certain like bugs that can light up a room, or something, or for the central massage? Light up room with bugs for for sex? That sounds very weird to Yoda. Yes. What, 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 why? Because, like, the bugs will watch? That's creepy. Apparently, Bethany likes an audience. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you, Yoda. We'll no, no Star Wars questions? Um, answer. Yes. All, I have a Star yes. Wars question. Yes. Star Wars beginner here. So Yoda will, Yoda can fix all questions. 
explain the entire canon to me. The fuck? Oh, Yoda can. Yoda was there. I'm kidding. Okay, what's your Star Wars question? Um, so this is the only name I know because it sounds like a cool name. Okay. Okay. Mm, many cool Boba names. Fett. Star Wars. Boba Fett. Yes. Let's see. And is it, he in the Mandalorian? Is that the Mandalorian? Guy? You, you, yes, technically Mandalorian he is. Yes, even though. Even though first generation clone he is of Jango Fett, who technically Mandalorian he is, yes, and um, was was crowned Mandalorian by General Cornelius. I just chucked him out the door. <laughs> I was ready with that. He's bounceable. He was yeah, just getting ready to lie to you about Star Wars. I'm, I probably. But Boba Fett's um, father was a Mandalorian. Oh my god! Uh, you had those. I did have Barney slippers. Jin's yeah. on Facebook and found Barney <laughs> slippers. Yeah. I've gone through three sets of Homer Simpson slippers. <gasps> he yards the... like crazy. Nice. He actually has a podcast called Guard, Yards, Garage, Garage Sale Gloat. That is awesome. I love, love. I hear Garage Sale, and I hear in Florida, in the South in general, is not, it's not the greatest garage sailing. It's not. Now, if you were looking for um, an experience, um, when I say experience, you need a, a, a lot of alcohol and patience. That is yard selling in the South. Yeah, I, 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 I've, I've, whenever I've been to the South, um, they, they're like, it, you gotta hit it when it's hot and it's not hot. <laughs> Sometimes it happens and it's, uh, I mean, the, the I mean, w w once you're down, once you're south of the Mason Dixon line, it's flea markets from that I point on. I love flea markets. But, yeah, flea markets are, uh, flea markets are a different thing than garage sales, but hey, they have, they have the 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 they're it they have their own wonderful thing about them too. Especially, I went to a rural Georgia flea market that was pretty amazing. You know that had probably been around for like forty years. You know, Where and was it? oh, the only reason I asked is trying to remember. I I want to say the name of the town was Colbert. Colbert. Uh, only reason I ask is because my mom used to when um. When uh, after my husband and I got divorced, it was me and the kids, and I was I was poor because he didn't pay child support for like fifteen years, and um, still a piece of shit. Yeah, no, still does not. But piece of shit. Um, my mom gave me so much shit because we would go to the flea market, and because I'm a single mom and I had zero money, you could get like very much illegal burn DVDs. And yes. 
They'd be like four for twenty dollars or like ten for twenty dollars. Oh, like yeah. it was stupid cheap. That's how and I collected anime is like the like, <laughs> We had one of those like CD holders full of like burned DVDs because I couldn't yep. afford fucking cable. So we just had all of the movies and shows oh, and yeah. everything. And this little mom gave me so much crap for that. She's like, every time she get around the kids, she's like, you know, pirating is a felony. And Chandler's like, but, or Alyssa would be like, but I watched Monster High. Like, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, luckily, legally, yeah, luckily, legally, you're not pirating. So you, as as long as you're not selling those DVDs, you're you're okay legally. Nope. They could take them away from you, but I mean, you're, honestly, you're, if HBO you're not gonna... keeps gouging its animation department and the creators of these shows are saying to pirate their stuff, like you know, as long as the, like the corruption. the people who make them and distribute them are the ones who are in risk of legal. We used to have when I I used to work at a bar. And there were like two two guys, two different guys. They were competitors, and they had and they just had a ba- big bag on their side full of pirated movies. And they would come come to the bar, and people would just like and they had and people would would run it like they were running it basically like a rental place where people would buy it from them, but then they could trade them back in, and. And you know, get the get another. You know, when they trade them in, they wouldn't get another movie, but they would get another movie for only a dollar instead of four dollars or whatever the the price was. So people had like, and they were like, and they knew what was coming down the pike, and you know, a new movie would come out. When are you gonna have you know, Lord of the Rings or whatever? And they, yeah, that was that was quite a quite a business. But those guys could get you know, you can get a lot. Those guys doing that could get in a lot of. <laughs> They would probably just whoever was making them for them would get. So as you're they, telling that story, I look over and my sister is one eye looking down the bottle of wine because she's trying to see how much is left in it. That's <laughs> <laughs> because I couldn't see through the shut up the wrapper. Yeah. And by this by this point, when we had Hope and Hope and your and your mom on the show, they were I believe you guys were rolling on the ground by this point. Oh wow! Yeah. Well, I know I have to drive, so I haven't. I told William to pick me up. Oh, you did tell him. Oh, at ten. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Um, I did not trust your terrible night driving. Oh, okay, but if I can take a moment to dote on my sister. Oh Jesus! It's all lies, lies. Well, I, I tell gonna, you. I was gonna just say how you're one of the people I admired most in the world. Okay, keep keep spewing these lies. <laughs> Turn up the volume, Viva. Well, now, now you sound like the administrator that she's sucking up to. She knows that, like, if she needs someone's ass kicked, you, you know, you're there. So let me tell you all about Mr. Siegfried. You know what? <laughs> I forgot to tell you when we were talking about Mr. Siegfried. My favorite Siegfried memory, okay? This is terrible. And um, for all the people out there, I do not condone underage drinking. Um, but, funny story. Um, my senior prom, I I was drinking. And... Me and Nathan were drinking Goldschlager. So it's very cinnamony, cinnamony, is that a word? Cinnamon-y? Yes, now it is. Yeah. Um, After two bottles of wine, hell yeah, it is. And so <clears throat> as we're walking inside, we reek so much of cinnamon Goldschlager that Mr. Um, uh, Siegfried asked us if we had any Big Ride gum. Because he thought we had been chewing gum. Uh, <laughs> and I was like, oh my God, no, we left it in the car. He's like, man. I was like, yeah. 
But then that night ended in me puking up gold flakes. So. Oh, nice! Yeah. But that's that's the the appeal of Goldschlager. At least if it comes I, back up, or uh, yeah, it, I, it, it I, could have been worse. You could have been. It could have been in your poop, because that's yes, where it's you know, going anywhere. It, it was kind of bad because my I was in a car and my friend John Pearson. I knew I was going to throw up, and I was in the middle of two people, couldn't get out, and um, he took off his hat. And I threw up gold flakes into his head. So, uh, he was, <laughs> like a magic fairy. <laughs> yeah, it was like the straining of the gold shogger. Be like, look at all these flakes I have. Not good. <laughs> but keep spewing lies upon me. No, like, Jin is one of the people I admire most. And, like, I, I was actually just writing about you today today yeah um because i was writing my the uh my review on the latest episode of howl house and the mom in that show reminds me so much of you because she's an alcoholic no um because in this episode her daughter shows up with her four friends from another world and she takes in all all of them and takes care of them no questions asked because she's a good mom and she wanted to make sure these kids had safety and I remember watching you struggle for years raising two kids as a single mom with not a lot of help. And yeah. it was this amazing thing. And even when you, before you met William, who was your, her husband now, um, you saw this kid who needed help and you took him Edward and you're like, no questions asked and you were his mother and you're just the most amazing person I know, Jen. My respect and I love you and I, have nowhere near the strength that you have. I don't know about that, but yeah. You're an amazing help. person. You definitely needed help. But you are an amazing person, Jen, and I love you so much. I look up to you like ridiculous, and I don't tell you enough. And so I want it on a recording. So anytime. Now it's recorded and it's going out on the internet. Yeah. I'm going to need you to delete that part. No. No. Chris, <laughs> you know, I. Farted and the microphone picked it up, and Chris left it in a fucking show. He Good for you, Chris. Gonna... Well, Good for I you. I, I, I cut it out and put it. I always we have we have a listener, and God bless him. He's listening now because he's Dario, and oh, Dario. and uh, he sends us. He's the guy who sends us candy. So we, we we're out of candy now, Dario. Dario, we're out of candy. But, uh, what kind of candy? Well, Dari's a flight attendant. Oh, wondrous candy. Yes. <laughs> you know what my favorite candy is? Candy from around the world. Mexican candy. Like, oh, yeah. Oh. When we go to Date City, they everything has spicy food, so everything has spice in it. Well, that's kind of the thing, because, like, Chris hates American chocolate. Yes, because it's garbage. Yeah. Yes. Because it's made with like burned milk, and yeah. which is why, which is go to Switzerland. We have had Switzerland. We yeah. have. So, candy from Turkey, man. Any we've candy been, we've been, Turkish into... candy is delightful. Yeah, their chocolate is. See, like I think pristine. I think Turkey, and my mind automatically goes to the Lion, the Witch, and the Wardrobe, and I'm like Turkish delight, which are gross. I don't even know what that is. No, they're like, disgusting. Their chocolate, <laughs> their chocolate is just like yeah, i don't know stuff. it's a whole different level like candy really? from other countries is just a whole america is like how much sugar can we just pack into this and that, i don't like sugary this. stuff yeah and and like once you start getting like that's how i first started noticing is 
Um, I had a, a friend who ha- she would go to Canada all the time on business and she would bring home Canadian Kit Kats. And she's like, oh, you've never had Canadian Kit Kats here? Have some. And I'm like, what's the Kit Kats just packaged with, you know, Canadian price on them or whatever. And then I bit into one and I was like, oh, flavor. Oh, my God. This is, you know, like higher, like real dark chocolate on it and stuff. And it's just like how... And she's like, they they can't get away with American chocolate in in other countries. I'm not allowed to eat Kit Kats around my husband. I was I was telling that story to Hope, and Dario heard it, and he's a he's a flight attendant, so he goes everywhere and just grabs candy. He grabs two candy bars a piece. He mails Hope a package full, and me a package full. This started though, because he sent them to Chris at first, and Chris this candy. And it's so good. Dario sent me all this candy. So I would stop like Monday nights after my shift at the grocery store just to buy a regular bitch ass candy bar just so I had something to eat. When when Chris was being like, oh, I have this candy from like Guatemala or whatever. And, we, we and so him. finally Dario started sending it to me as well because Chris <laughs> had all the candy in the beginning. <laughs> That's funny. And, and thus is thus has started a trip around the world of candy and there's only bit we've only had a couple clunkers and i think that you know a lot of it's a mat you know a matter of taste but boy oh boy we've had some and yeah and turkey has scored really high but switzerland to does okay too we had uh, something like cherry blossom kit kats from japan Oh, those were really good. Dario got us. Dario got us the baked Kit Kats. They're they're like made out of like the flower sweetness of cherry blossoms. Really, because they're not. They were more flavor than sweet. Oh, those were great. We got we got the rare sought after baked Kit Kats that you had to bake in your toaster. Yeah, so we bake them in your you bake them in your toaster oven and they turn into like creme brulee. It was bizarre and and delicious. so like we had to pause and like go bake them. And, and who is this person? Dario. Dario. Dario, if you're hearing me, um, he Bethany is. said that she no longer is sweet. She's something about her diabetes. Hey. And um, stop talking. I'm trying to help you live longer. And um, all these candies <laughs> need to be addressed to uh, an address in Florida. Don't worry, we'll get it to you. Uh, back to you, Beth. <laughs> um, I'm saving your life, so you're welcome. Oh, so. you're such a tragedy. Thank you for your service. I know, right? I'm actually, uh, I was trying to find it, but I'm not allowed to eat Kit Kats around my husband because he tells me it's a travesty because uh, apparently you're supposed to break them apart and eat it. Oh, you just bite them like a I just bite it. Like a monster? You just go in like a barbarian, yeah. I, yeah, I just, I open it, I bite it, and then my husband has a heart attack and he's like, what are you doing? And um, he's like, I can't look at this. So... Got some sleepy dogs. <coughs> Apparently, that is that is a not okay response. So <laughs> I do not give any fucks. But I thought he had like some traumatic experience with Kit Kats, and I was no. Apparently, I just bite into a Kit Kat like a insane person. Like a barbarian. You don't eat Kit Kats like that. Why not? I guess you can. They taste the same. And you know what? Here, Here's my thing. It's the experience. No, no, no. <laughs> see, here's the thing. The whole fucking Kit Kat song is like, break me off a piece of that Kit Kat bar. I don't want to fucking share my food. If I bite into it, I don't have to share it with anybody. 
Fuck you. Break off break a piece off. of your own Kit Kat bar. Yeah, thank you. That's, I'm not breaking see, off. That's what butterfingers are. Butterfing. That's what butterfingers are all about. That was Bart. Get your own butterfinger. Get your own. Get. Remember that ad. Get your own goddamn <laughs> yes. butterfinger. You I son of a bitch. Christmas person, but I liked Bart because he was like, "Fuck you, my butterfinger." You remember annoyed? Of course, I remember annoyed. Oh my god, the like. Annoyed was to be avoided. So when I was like, I, I was obsessed with Sonic the Hedgehog when I was younger. Like that was my first comic book, and I absolutely thought the Noid was an off-brand Knuckles from the Sonic comics because he was red and he had the ears that looked like his tendrils. And I thought the Noid was an off-brand Knuckles. Um, the the Noid did the 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 most to sell. The Noid has sold more like crappy pizza than any any yes. pizza. The Little Caesars guy, anybody. Was it Little Caesars? I was trying to think of pizza. Pizza, pizza. Pizza, pizza. That's yeah. the only other pizza. That's the only other pizza mascot. Pizza Hut was too classy to have a mascot. And Papa John's, you know, is, has problems. Yeah. Papa, Papa John's is just like... too cheap to have a mascot. He's just not going to pay anybody to be a mascot. Well, he. Well, that's what takes. They're paying his, what, like his court bills anyway? For who? There, John? Really? Oh, he got, he got fired from his own company because he would like would say like racist slurs to people. Oh, that's terrible. Yeah, and All then right. he doubled down on it. <laughs> well, no, he came back. He came. He he did this. It was one of the dumbest things I've ever seen, where he came back and said. You know, I've been working on it. You know, I, you know, blah blah blah. It's been a problem with me saying the the n word, and and I I I I, I honestly I say the n word a lot less now. That was like his, that was like his press release, and it's like, did you have somebody go over that press release first? That might have been a good idea. It was it it was just it was. Yeah, it was sad. I'm trying. I'm trying. I'm just trying, as I say, the N-word in the press release. I mean, I haven't killed anybody. He did, actually. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Wow. So. That's okay. Papa John's pizza sucks. The only reason you get Papa John's is get the garlic sauce. Um, no, no, like Papa John's, you should never buy Papa John's just because I've known people who've worked at Papa John's, and it's like one of the worst job like that is uh, the worst you're gonna get treated by a pizza chain in the in the country it's something about something with john's in the name because i hear jimmy john's is also a terrible dude i eat a jimmy john's sandwich and i immediately need to drink a bottle of water there's so So much there's so much sodium in the bread yeah like i immediately have to see i'm from public so i have to automatically sell my soul to like i'm from florida so i automatically have to sell my soul to public subs as the well, you you work at public subs too. I, I at one point I worked at public yeah, but that was in Georgia. That yeah. Was that. What's so. the, what's the worst job you guys ever had? And I'll, I'll oh. share. Mine, mine was hot topic. Mm. There's a reason I don't shop a hot topic okay. anymore. See you. Uh, I, okay, again, I love you, Bethany. So going back to Bubble Beth, um, your worst job is hot topic. My worst job is I worked at the cabinet shop. When I was 14 years old, shoveling fucking sawdust so all let day. Me, let me tell long. you about a uh, hot topic. <laughs> um, my, I got, because we have blackout periods where we could not ask off, and Brandy's wedding was in one of the blackout periods. So I got it approved six months in advance. 
said that I could be off during that time. The week before, my manager, who was known to use quid pro quo harassments in other stores in the malls, called her bitch out because they saw how badly she treated us. Uh-huh. Came up to me and said, "If you don't make all these, uh, all your numbers, you're not allowed to leave." Oh, and I was so like, "Adorable." And I was like, "That first of all, that's quid pro quo harassment. You cannot do that to me." She would also make me work off the clock and not pay me for it for threatening my job. She would make us work 14-hour shifts. Why didn't you just, like, fucking go to OSHA on this bitch? Well, because I, I, I was young and stupid, I didn't know. Oh, okay. And, like, I have worked, I would work, be working at, like, 3 in the morning, falling off of ladders. Like, one of my coworkers got a concussion <coughs> from falling <coughs> off Sounds a ladder. Like you guys are all dumb and hot topic. And it was so bad. Well, yeah, the, the manager was older and knew how to manipulate <laughs> people, <laughs> it, it sounds like. Management, and they were like, no she's great we're not gonna do that to her and Bessie my old manager from Spencer's <laughs> came over and Bessie was like do you need us to hire you because they saw how badly we were all being treated oh, like god. like oh my gosh it was <clears throat> like I have only been suicidal once in my life and it was because of Hot Topic oh my god like it was so bad and like we were all treated so horribly that is terrible and like, I will never shop on a Hot Topic again. Like, I don't care if they sell her universe stuff. I will buy it from the website. I will not buy it from the Hot Topic. Chris, what was your, like, your worst job ever? The, here's the thing is I'm a kinky weirdo where I love jobs. And, like, I had to really think about I I was really struggling with this because, was it like. The puppeteur? The what? The puppeteur? No, that was a great job. Yeah, I got fifty. That that, I got fifty bucks for that job. No, like I, I think what about? I think my worst job might have been the job I got. Well, no, it definitely wasn't the job I got paid the most for, but it, I, it was paid really well. Um, but was doing catering for uh, it was a restaurant, a catering place, and they also ran all the food um, backstage at two concert venues. And so I, and so, and the, and the, just the catering load on, and it was two, it was me and another cook and a dishwasher. And we had to do all the food for the restaurant and then set up all the food to send out to, to all the, you know, caterings to the, you know, corporate caterings and stuff. And then all the food to the, to the two different concert places where you know people would be there cooking them and then later on we we moved up to it didn't move up it just out of necessity we were also cooking at the concert places so you got a lot of great and and i just i have fun working no matter what because it's like a sitcom you're thrown in with you know terrible people and really cool people and people you're not going to ever remember you know 10 minutes after you walk out of the door and but whatever there's a i love the dynamic of working and i love physical labor but and and that this one also had rock and roll mixed in with it because you know you're like uh, you know oh it's the spice girls today and then we're staying over and then the grateful dead are in there the next day and and then oz ozzy and his wife are gonna uh, roll yeah, through is this the guy so it sounds really guy? cool but it's also surrounded by like gr- and it was the most grueling work and our bi- boss was a psychopath who was either wonderful or just horrible depending on mood and you know what was going on and stress levels 
should come in and like scream at you and like, hey, if this doesn't go out in time, to tell you what, everybody here is going to be fired. I'll fire you all. And we, and I remember her saying that, and I was looking at her, and I was like, at you know, doing math. You could probably see the little math things going around my head, going like, I should drop just drop this pot full of soup and just walk out, you know, <laughs> <I'll> <laughs> find another job somewhere else. And and right. she saw that, and then like twenty minutes later, she just comes up and shoves a hundred dollars in my hand and goes like, "Here, how do you, how do you feel now?" And I'm like, "A lot better." And she's like, "Good, get back to work," and you know. <laughs> That sort of thing. And so which is amusing. It's amusing stories. But at the time, like it it was, you know, grinding and, you know, 20, sometimes 20 hour days there were cots in the basement we could sleep on. And and yeah, that sort of stuff. But I got to I got to play RC cars with Ozzy Osbourne's son, Jack Osbourne is a little a little snot nosed running around kid like he the first year he came there he saw us with the rc car and was like i want to play with the rc car and so we're like okay and like so we were basically babysitting him and then every year after that for for a couple years he was like you know they would pull in and he would run over and be like you got the rc car and we're like i got it right here and then like he got then he got old enough that he figured out he could get his own golf cart to drive around and he just got a golf cart and was like rolling around in it after that <laughs> in the following years but that job yeah i left that i left that i i walked out of that job at the end and and um for for well i'll tell the story yeah uh, that they they they, they, they gaslit my friend out they they wanted him out because there was this whole it was very weird i i don't can't get into the dynamic between the husband and the wife and but they 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 had also worked for the grateful dead and toured with the grateful dead to um as their as their catering as their catering and her husband was like would talk about how he was a big muckety muck and you know how the great you know friends with all the grateful dead and stuff you know and he was a real like braggy sort of guy. And then when it came to the show, we found out that he was he wasn't like the head food guy. He was coffee boy. And they're like, I remember you coffee boy. Make me up some coffee. And he'd go and make him coffee. And we were like, oh, my God. <laughs> we just saw this guy. Just, but any but yeah, when but they they wanted this one woman who worked for the grateful dead to be the head cook and she was only going to do it for a few months but they thought they were going to lure her in and they were trying to get rid of my friend and the husband would pick fights with him and stuff and i'm like oh they know he's, they're just going to get him to you know walk out or something so and then like he left and they're like well your friend's really unreasonable but we'll promote you and so and i'm just like yeah no i'm i'm next on the chopping block because they can't pay her and me and so I just went into the freezer and it was before the, uh, the Billy Joel concert. And I was supposed to be prepping up for the Billy Joel concert. And I'm like, oh, well, I guess I'm not prepping for the Billy Joel concert today. And I just took a bunch of meatloafs and hid them, <laughs> wrapped them in plastic, hid them in various points that I knew like would get wet and would be very hard to find and locate and then just went home and never came back. <laughs> and I saw my boss three years later when I was on my bike. She pulled up to me at the car. And she goes, Chris, is that you? And I'm like, hey, Lorraine. And she goes, you're fired. <laughs> <laughs> so, Chris, 
I was uh, telling Jen about the time you told off Beyonce. I didn't tell off Beyonce. I was very nice to Beyonce, I but I would not Beyonce, give her beer. So. I was not going to serve a minor. And it was all it was all three of them, but I don't know who the other two Destiny's children are. I fucking hate Beyonce. So anytime you can tell Beyonce to go fuck herself, it makes for a good day. No, they 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 were they were backstage at their concert and they were obviously not twenty one. They were like I can't remember how old they they were probably like sixteen or seventeen then or oh, something wow. like that. And uh like I I went into like you you would go in and like take out the garbage or whatever and bring them more soda or whatever and you you weren't supposed to talk to anybody but like i went in and they were like oh excuse me you know do you think you could get us like a six pack of beer and they were destiny's child they were a huge act so like and i was just like i can't do that <laughs> i'm like <laughs> i cannot go to jail for this job you know and Good like that, well, that would have been the point where they would have been like, there's a thousand dollars cash in it for you. And I probably would have gone and got gotten them beer. But like, that's <laughs> not what I was thinking. But like, I, in retrospect, thinking about it, I'm like, ah, I should have just been like, oh, you know. But then again, they were like 16, 17 year old, really like, like they I were fresh, out, fresh out of singing cor chorus in church and stuff. So. So I went back and I'm just like, Destiny's Child tried to get me to get, give him beer. Can you believe the nerve? And like, everybody's like, oh, I'll bring him. I'll bring him some beer. <laughs> <laughs> well, so I, I hate Destiny Child. So. You said that uh, when was going to be here at 10. I think. Yeah, I told him. Then, here. then we probably you didn't, We didn't hear about Jen's worst job. Yeah. My worst job was our my stepdad owned a cabinet shop. And I was 14 years old and I woke up at the crack of dawn and all I did for eight fucking hours in the no AC heat of Georgia was and that, shovel, like sweep sawdust all day long. That, and it was disheartening because you would start at one end of the shop yep. and you would just sweep to the other end of the shop. And by the time the end of the day was... It looks like you hadn't even been to the other fucking side of the shop because people are constantly always building. Yep. It's yeah. terrible. I mean, terrible. Uh, and, that, and that building was made of metal with no AC. It was high. And as someone who's my first job was with my with was with my dad as my boss. You can't goof off when you're when your no, parents are you when you're working for your and parents. My grandfather, he it was like it was his namesake. Like it was Ralph's cabinets. So like my grandfather was there, my um like like I said, we don't have the same dad. So there was people there who knew my dad. So mm -hmm. it's one of the things like everybody right. there knew me. So yeah. if I fucked yeah. around yeah. like Tony knew my dad. Cause like like Mark worked there. Oh yeah, because Mark and Lindy knew yeah. knew dad mom. Yeah, that's a whole fucked up story. But yeah. <laughs> Did I ever tell you that? I was in an anthropology class in college and we had to make our own family trees and I had no idea how to do yours and mine because because um, hmm. your dad and my your dad's wife at the like first second wife first wife when did was first? first no wife? my mom was his first wife oh so second wife my mom um, was his first wife so our mom. Yeah, our mom. Yeah. So her dad's second wife, Wendy, was my dad's first wife. 
and our yeah. mom was her dad's first wife. No. And, yeah. and just go to any town historian. Yeah. Not as yeah. And then they divorced and they switched partners um, for a while after they both divorced. And so I went up to my anthropology teacher and I was like looking at the symbols and I explained, I was like, I have no idea how to do this. And he looked at it and was like, I have a doctorate and I don't know how to do this either. <laughs> no, you gotta go, you gotta go, you gotta go to a small town. Because <coughs> right. that's how the family trees are in every small town. You know, you there's they're not family trees, they're family shrubs. Like the thing well, because it's a small town. There's just not the nobody, is, sorry, Lucas. Nobody told me this. Did I ever tell you how I found out? No. That um, I was with Nanny and Papa, and I am flipping through family albums, and I see the wedding picture <gasps> for Wendy and Jeff. And I was like, wait, that's my dad's wife. I'm so confused right now. And, I did not uh, know this. Holy shit. Yeah, so then they had to have the conversation of, uh, well, see what had happened was... And, um, but yeah, I just saw the wedding photo <laughs> with Wendy and your dad and was like, what's going on here? That's my dad's wife. I don't, I don't want to uh, like try yeah. to time for awkward <laughs> talk about grown up stuff. <laughs> right. <laughs> so, um, since her husband's going to be here soon, um, I want to just thank you, Jen, for being on the podcast. Of course. I hope you had fun. This is so I, much fun. This is what I do every Tuesday. Taking your job. I mean, I had so much fun. <laughs> I'm just kidding. No, but I'm glad <coughs> I could, like, you know, I've been podcasting for years, and I'm really glad that I could share this with you. Yeah, it's so much fun. Right? And I didn't have to talk about too much Star Wars stuff. Yeah, you had to meet Yoda. Yes. And I learned who Boba Fett was. Boba Fett. Mom let Yoda sit right in her lap, though. <coughs> and so um, I'm really glad. And I know you don't really have socials running. Do you have anything you want to promote? No, I I, um, I don't want to <laughs> Just promote. send me candy. <laughs> yes. Oh, yeah. By the way. Dario. Um, Dario. Um, Hope is actually, it's it's tragic. We found I mean, out, does it have um, to be Dario? Couldn't anybody just send candy? Yeah, anybody. Like, but, um. It, it is tragic story that I found out earlier today that Hope was actually allergic to sugar. So um, she asked me to take all of her candy. Um, so just go ahead. <laughs> and diabetic at the same time. Right. Thank you. You piece of shit. I'm saving your life. <laughs> I am saving your life. Uh, You're welcome. You know, remember <laughs> all those traumatic experiences you put me through as a child? Giving me all of your candy now. I see to make up for it. I seem to recall you giving me a concussion. Okay, well we are out of time. <laughs> uh, it, was, it was it was lovely speaking to all you people. <laughs> and cut. <laughs> all right, hey Chris, where can people find you? <clears throat> you can find me at twotruefreaks.com. That is our website where we keep all of our podcasts. Just tons of them, like 40, 45, 50 of them, something like that. We keep adding them. And uh, ah, you will just be by the time you're hearing this, we'll just be winding up. But you can go back and listen to all of them. Our Halloween spectacular at the Akadekaganagan Theater Group. We were putting out um, a new horror audio drama every Friday, and we've also released just as, just last night we released a bonus episode and, and Halloween night, Halloween day. Midnight, midnight the 30th into Halloween we will be releasing another bonus episode so six count them six grotesque 
horror audio dramas in old-fashioned radio style. Shut the fuck up, Chris. I'm whispering to Jen um, right now how good they are in that I love, like, my favorite thing is the audio theater for the mind. Like, I love audio dramas. Yeah. These are horror. These are horror audio dramas. But we do also, but uh, the Akadeki God of God does others that are. We do a lot of old timey like uh, public domain comics that have you know. So we ad- adapt them, and so they're real. They're from the forties and fifties, so they're really goofy, you know. And they were made for like ten year old kids. So, but we do them all up with sound effects, and you know the. We're more of like the classical old radio style. Then, then yeah, we're definitely awesome. more really than, cool. than the than modern stuff. But anyway, yeah, Halloween spectacular. And you were mentioning that you had a horror fan in the family too. They might they might be into it. They're they're not super R rated, but they do get the a little blood. Blood does get spilled, and some swear words get sworn. Gene gets but killed. Gene yeah, does get killed at least at least once. Gene's daughter gets killed, eaten by a werewolf. Yeah, Jean's daughter's been in a bunch of them. Yeah, Jean da- Jean's daughter's in two of these um, horror podcasts. Once, both as both as little boys. <laughs> <laughs> one is a creepy little boy, and one is a mischievous little boy. And uh, yeah, yeah, and she's very creepy in the creepy one, and mischievous in the mischievous one. <laughs> so yeah. Just like her old man. Her old man. I don't know if her old man's done a creepy one yet, but but he's he's done a lot. He he he's more of the space hawk type, you know. Well, you know you know what Jamie's voice is like. But anyway, that's what's going on. Yeah, and we all two true freaks also is on. Um, I, I keep spinning off the 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 goal here. The is also on Facebook. We got the Two True Freaks podcast page on Facebook where we post up all our episodes of Two True Freaks Cantina where everybody hangs out. Everybody. And we are also on Twitter. And our Twitter account, the Two True Freaks Twitter account, is run by the aforementioned Gene. Gene, the being swiftly overshadowed by his daughter, Machine. <laughs> Your daughter's getting more hits, Gene. Anyway, that's where that's where they can find me. Where can they find you, Hope? Moving my laptop away from me. <laughs> you can find me at JGuys and Jedi on Twitter. I run our Twitter account. You can also find me at Hope Bonax on Twitter. I am a staff writer for the Geeky Waffle, where I just posted up my review for the first Owl House special of season three, and it was fucking spectacular. Um, I'm also a contributor for Dark Side of the Forest, where I'm writing a lot about Andor over there, so you can go check that out. And also with Tales of the Jedi coming out next week, um, I'm probably going to be writing some stuff about Tales of the Jedi as well. And I'm also one of the players for the Star Wars Tabletop Podcast for Light and Dice. It is a real play tabletop podcast. We are rolling dice. We are underway on our adventure, and I play a character named Gauze. I'm with a group of just absolutely spectacular people, and our adventure is underway, and we just survived a Nidal attack. 
um, because Charles rolled like a madman. Um, and we are trying to deliver a box to Nohata and hopefully not die in the process. <laughs> we almost killed a Gungan. It's fine. I, I was just looking at you like, I didn't realize you were still speaking English. So. <laughs> <laughs> I was just going to say, it just probably sounded like a bunch of gibberish anyway. Yeah, I was like, I didn't know you knew Nobody French. Gungan, huh? Here's the basics. It's D&D, but with Star Wars, and I play a character with a bunch of cool people. You know what, what was Hope talking about? I don't know. She said something about killing a gun. I don't know. But wait, some... oh, wait. I wasn't playing D&D. She actually, she um, she works overnight at Walmart doing the remodels, and there's this group of people that plays D&D, and she's actually in their circle, and she literally it's came. A lot of fun. She came. Uh, she called me the next morning. It's like, I sound like a fucking nerd, but uh, I love D&D. It's so much And fun. I had so much fun. And So the thing about D&D is it's awesome. made for everybody. Because it's just using your imagination. It's just make-believe like you did as a kid. Exactly. Why do you say imagination? I don't know if you think it's Spongebob. Imagination. It's, 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 it's like, I, I, I picture it as uh, the... In, in the 50s through the 70s, the guys getting together to play poker mixed with yes. a mixed with a book club, but oh, better, better than both because it's oh, it's God. like it's way more. It's it's interactive. Everybody's got to be like engaged in it. And so <laughs> if everybody's engaged in having fun, it's it's a lot more. It's it's but it's a creative version of the 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 weekly poker game. You know? Yeah, yeah. So it's a lot of fun. We have fun over, but uh, over on for light and dice. So go check it out. So there's really cool people, and it's a project that I helped create. I'm really proud of it. So you should listen to that too. It's fun. Yeah. She's gonna listen to your show, but not mine. Chris. I will definitely <laughs> listen to his show. I was already thinking I'll listen to his show, but uh, yours. I love you. No, no, it's right. not happening. <laughs> Well, thank you so much for being on the show tonight, Jen. You're welcome. Now you have to listen all the time to see what Yodel's say about you. I'll listen to Friend Chris. Are you on the show? <laughs> yeah, <it's not> <laughs> Every week. <laughs> Every, no, no. I'm just, Chris, I'm a guest tonight, too. Did you not know that I'm also a guest on the show? It's not my show. <laughs> it's Chris's show. Chris and Yoda. Chris and Yoda. Well, <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> don't, don't, yeah, don't link me uh, together with him. Jeez. <laughs> Alright, you guys. We'll definitely Jesus Christ, hanging out in my room and Yoda just like turning his head towards me like, just you and me. <laughs> we are. Forever. Forever. I will not be here next week. I know, they will not because we're going to be just, Jen's not going to be here next week and everyone's going to be sad because we'll be back to talking about good old boring book of Boba Fett. Boba Fetting. Boba Fetting it up. But, you know, Boba, <laughs> Boba Fettish, it's fine. Boba Fettish. Of a fetish. Gee All right. Bye, everyone. Bye. Bye. Visit our website at two truefreaks.com. Two True Freaks is always spelled T W O T R U E F R E A K S. You can email Two True Freaks directly at two truefreaks at gmail.com. Two True Freaks and all of its excellent affiliates are available on iTunes, and you can choose to subscribe to either the entire network if you wish, or pick whichever individual shows you want to follow. We have so many shows to choose from, there's just bound to be one that appeals to your particular fandom. Just search Two True Freaks with an exclamation mark at the end, space, and the number two. 
You can find Two True Freaks on Facebook. Just search for Two True Freaks. If you ever leave your house and you actually have friends, why don't you tell them about Two True Freaks? If you've enjoyed our show, please, won't you take a moment to rate us on iTunes? That helps others find the show, too. Thanks for listening. And join us every Monday for new episodes of Two True Freaks. I like him better. Yeah, because I can say shut the fuck up, Chris. Apparently, oh, I'm not allowed once. to say shut the fuck up, Bethany. For once, that's how the show's going to go. <laughs> <laughs>